0: On today's episode of Open Box Policy, Josh, Devin, and I talk about whether or not we should explore space or sea. That's our big topic. It's a hell of a debate. It's a hell of a debate. (laughs) We try to figure out if, if, if Earth were failing, if we should focus our efforts on space or the sea. We also, Josh and I, also give Devin a little bit of management advice from you know, our repertoire of, of management experience. Uh, Josh tells us a little bit about uh, donations or maybe why certain situations with donations really piss him off. And I end up telling some totally ridiculous story about all the wasps in my house.
1: Yeah, that's like half the episode is just Adam telling different stories and shit. No, not really. <laughs> Find us on socials: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at OBP Raw. We do need more followers, so uh, so keep spreading the word. Uh, the poll for this week is going to be: Which one should we look into? Uh, to uh, what would you say, habitating? Is no, that word? which one should we look to? If 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 all, <clears throat> all else fails,
0: should we go to space or should we go to the oceans
1: to sustain humanity? Yes, space or
0: ocean. So basically, the poll is space or ocean. If you're smart space,
2: Josh, if you want to continue the conversation <laughs> and not deal with these two assholes, uh, hit us up at OBP at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Man, we got a lot of smells rolling up in here. Yeah. Fucking chicken McNuggets,
1: chicken beef McNuggets, jerky, cardboard jerky. carton. And I, I probably
0: vaguely smell of Chinese food.
1: Probably because you devoured an entire buffet.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> MSG and soy sauce are squeezing out. <laughs>
2: squeezing out I of didn't your add pores. Any, I, I,
0: did, I, the, I did not add any soy sauce to any anything I ate today.
2: You got that dim sum rolling out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got that right on a stick. It was a really crappy restaurant, too. I bet. They have a huge spread, but it's it's really crappy.
2: There's only like one Chinese buffet around here that that I know of that's fairly decent.
1: But I mean, have you ever been to like a like a super eloquent Chinese buffet? They're I, all they're all a little shitty. They, like they the are. I've you been to mean, some nice ones. You mean this elegant? One, at this no, one eloquent, today, have you right. ever had Im- say what? I think you meant elegant, but go uh, ahead.
0: Eloquent. He, e- he meant elegant. Eloquent. Yeah. No
1: fuckers. Anyways. You did
0: not mean eloquent. That's eloquent weird. would be would mean that the Chinese buffet spoke to me very clearly. It did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you meant elegant.
1: We're cutting that shit. That we're ge- not we're not cutting that General shit.
0: General So's chicken no.
2: enunciated every, well to you.
0: Yeah, every time that you fuck up, we're leaving it in. We're we're actually going to focus on it.
2: So, anyways, the one you went to today <clears throat> was what?
0: Uh it was you ever had uh imitation crab meat?
2: Oh god. I, yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. So, all of their, you know how the consistency of that is? Mm -hmm. All of their, like, all their chicken has the same consistency.
1: It's almost imitation like it's imitation <laughs> that's, chicken. That's true. It was a little <laughs> weird. 100%.
0: Yeah, it was a little weird. It, like when you bite into a piece of chicken, it kind of squeezes out between your teeth. Like it doesn't bite like protein.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't tear off. Yeah, it's it almost just, like
0: tofu. It's
2: cuz what they do is they uh, they take they take bologna and then they inject chicken broth into it and then they deep fry it and that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It was uh, today. The chicken had a had a bit of a weird consistency. So that's why
1: it's eloquent. It speaks to you.
0: Yeah, it's it, you. You keep pressing this. It was elegant. Yeah.
1: yeah. I listen. People fuck up. Let it go. Oh, I know. Every time someone fucks up on this podcast, dude, we just, we you just fucking on.
0: drive the nail home. Yep, that's what we're supposed to do. So, Josh, what do you want to talk about?
2: Um, I got a couple things that were prevalent that I want to talk about.
1: Oh, can I tell you all a story? I mean yeah, you're going to anyway let's go in there yeah, it's let's quick. Go and have Adam's escapades right now, so yeah <laughs>
2: so
0: uh we're about to again um we're gonna we're about we're gonna have we're gonna have to revisit that soon at least for an episode or two anyway, so I've got a really, really bad wasp problem at my house, not inside the house on the outside of the house it, it, they're just they're super aggressive, they're everywhere even when I'm on my grass they're just they're all over everything the plants the the fence the house. So I had to finally call a professional. I had to have a guy come out to my house and get rid of him. Yeah. So he waits till a really hot, sunny day last week. And he calls me and he says, I'm at your house. Uh, and I, I kind of told him they're up by the chimney they because they're, cause they're ba- you know, wasps basically anywhere where there's like kind of an overhang or anywhere that they can fit into. A lot of times their nests aren't visible. They, they get into the cracks and where it kind of opens up behind a crack, they'll build like a, a, a a hidden nest. Mm-hmm. And you could see, it's like a highway. If you just sit out and drink a beer and watch the roof of my house, there are wasps going in and out all day long. It's like a whorehouse. It, exactly. Yeah. It's a wasp whorehouse. So he says, I'm going to get up on your roof and I'm going to see what I can figure out. I'll let you know what happens. So about an hour later, I get a phone call and I stand up from my desk and, and I go and I take the phone call and it's him on the other end of the phone going (sighs) Jesus like breathing and and I was like hey you could tell
1: he's been running
0: yeah I was like hey man (laughs) hey man everything okay and he goes wow um you got a bit of a problem here and I was like I told you so I told you thank you
2: isn't this a guy that after calling a couple different exterminators made it very clear that he could take care of your problem for you
0: yes (laughs) <laughs> yes, I called a few people, and he finally was like, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm a little worried because they sound like they're like super aggressive, like and hyper-aggressive wasps.
2: And the way that he sealed the deal with you was he says, oh, I get on ladders. Oh, yeah, he
0: said, I get on ladders. <laughs> I get Wait. on ladders. I said, let's don't continue the conversation unless you tell me you get on ladders. He said, oh, yeah. I get on ladders.
2: And, and
1: he kind of winked at you. You could feel his wink through the phone. Through, through the phone. Yeah. And then yeah.
0: when he,
2: whenever he came over, his ladder was covered in pineapples. <laughs> what? That's the international symbol for swingers. Anyways, continue. Oh,
0: that's weird. Uh, so he... Yeah, he's breathing hard, and he says, "Wow, man, um, yeah, you got a bit of a problem here." We got on the roof, and we located around your chimney and around a few places like around the eaves of the house where they were really active. We started to spray and we started to fog.
1: He said they started pouring out, Ugh. pouring out. See, I thought you were exaggerating when you uh, previously talked about this. I've told about. Pouring. I've told
0: numerous friends. About how bad the wasps are around my house, and how it, just mowing the yard makes me very nervous because I'm allergic, and it—they're uh, just super aggressive because you're so close to their home, so they're right. hyper territorial, and they're, they're so they're super aggressive and always flying in your face and coming around you. They're not just passerby. I don't mind mm-hmm. the passerby. I mean, the, these things are like get out of my fucking yard type of type of deal. So he said, "Yeah, man, these things are hyper aggressive, and when we started to spray, they started pouring out." So we had to run away, kind of come back, spray more fog, spray and fog into the point where as they were coming out, they were just dropping. Like they would come out, fly and drop, come out, fly and drop. And then he said, it's residual. The the stuff we spray is residual. So anything that comes back is going to kind of get into that mess and it'll die. So he tells me that he's like, we we stayed at your house for like a solid hour and we didn't get, we didn't get them all. There's no way that we got them all. There's so many and he said i you like you should feel comfortable knowing that like you're not crazy that your house has got an unbelievable amount of wasps but they just don't get inside they're just you know they're just under all the little nooks and crannies on the roof
2: and your fake attic
0: yeah, and my fake ass. So
2: what's his plan of attack?
0: Just listen, I'm not done yet. <laughs> so I told him, I said, I well, I want to, I need preventative. I need you to like get a caulk gun and some foam, like some great stuff, and like fill all the nooks and crannies. And he said, Yeah, we're gonna do some of that eventually to help you out. But for right now, we just we want to go ahead and kill them, kill them all to make sure that that we're we don't like stuff them inside because the problem is they're so they're so smart they'll find another way in or out. They right. always do. Correct. Right. So you have to get them dead first, and then start filling holes. So in the middle of him, him, him kind of telling me his plan of attack, he goes, "Oh sh- Oh shit! Oh whoa! Ho 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 And and so I'm like, "What's what, what's going on?" Because I'm just on my phone. I'm like, "What's going on?" He goes man, my partner just came hauling ass around the side of your house. (laughs) His partner who just so happens to be his eight-year-old son. Yeah, exactly.
2: He said, I don't know what happened, but he got into something back there. You know, he was in like,
0: he "He came out of your backyard
2: like sprinting. You you actually sounded like Waylon Jennings of the Dukes of Hazzard right there. I don't know what he got into, but he got into something back there. Them Duke boys. Them Duke
0: boys. But it was funny hearing him because, I mean, this guy's a pro. You know, you invite a plumber over to your house. You're like, man, I got a really bad problem. They always come over and they're like, "Ah, oh, hell, it ain't that bad. Hey, man, you know, I've got some like weird stuff going on in my house. Can you come look at it? Yeah, sure. They'll come out and look at it and go, it's no big deal. I'll have this licked in like an hour or two. No big deal. It's funny when you hear an exterminator. This guy, he's seen some shit. Right. It's funny when he's like, holy crap. Like, wow, that this is bad. This is bad. And then in the middle of a conversation, it's like, "Oh my God!" Like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I was like, "Dude, you know, like, I don't need to file an insurance claim." So, what's here.
2: he gonna do? Like, what's the plan?
0: He's gonna. He said he's gonna come back in a month, and he's gonna he's gonna let everything chill out right now. He's gonna come back, spray again, and then all of the places that that they can get in that he can see, he's, he's gonna, gonna start. Them up. He's gonna start filling it and sealing it. And I'm probably gonna get up there during the wintertime and and do more or get someone to come over with me because I don't like getting on a roof. I'm too I'm too big for a roof. But yeah, it just needs to be sealed up. That's that's the big deal about a house. If you go around with a caulk gun and you seal it all up, you're fine.
1: Man, I, I knew a guy back in my hometown who could do that shit for free. Yeah, I'm sure his name's Cleary. Cleroy. Yeah, Cleroy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my will clean God. anything out for a fucking 20. <laughs> a 20 in a case of Budweiser. <laughs> Cleroy. <laughs> only in Hampshire. What in? A Hampshire. Name.
0: What a <laughs> name. Yeah, only in Hampshire, Tennessee. But yeah, it was just crazy, man. Like I I hate wasps and of course, I bought a house that it's is infected infested. with them.
2: Infested. Yeah, completely infested with I them. I guess infested would be better than infected. It is, yeah. Devin. It's better. <laughs> yeah, I am Devin. Yeah. Just Thanks, Devin. It's it's a disease. Yeah. Devin just became a what is that, an adverb or a Yeah, <clears throat> shut the know. fuck up. <laughs> We're not grammar substitute teachers here. <laughs> I learned from
1: my wife.
0: Speaking of substitute teachers, good God. <clears throat> Dumb. Dumb. As a box of rocks.
2: I've known several.
0: Yeah, I worked with I worked with one at Home Depot, uh, she won't remember, so I'm just gonna tell everyone her name was Kathy. Uh, she
1: (laughs) listens now. That'll be our third victim right there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think I have her in my phone contacts, but she, I mean, every job has a process. You learn the process, you, you master the process and you know, that's how you, you get mastery of your job. And we would teach her the process every night that she worked. She could never master it. She never could remember anything. She couldn't remember how to do her job and she would constantly fail at doing her job, the simplest tasks. So one day I started having a conversation with Kathy and and said, look, we have got to figure out a way to get you to, to kind of master the processes around here. It's not difficult to the point where I would take a Sharpie and I'd write down on a sheet of paper. Number one, when you come in, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Number two, this. Number three, this. I would have to give her an order of operations every night because she was so useless. We started to murmur in the store that we we thought that she was literally functionally retarded because she was, and, and of course someone hired her. Then she dropped the bomb on me. She was part-time, so I finally asked her. I said, what do you do? What's your full-time job? Well, I don't have a full-time job. I'm a substitute teacher.
1: She's a full-time substitute teacher. She's a full-time substitute She's out there molding teacher. minds.
0: She's molding <laughs> minds. She's affecting the next generation. She was teaching like fourth and fifth graders, she was a substitute teacher who I still to this day feel like might have been, like it, it, it's almost like a, a functioning alcoholic. She was functionally retarded. And Jeez. she ended up coming to me one day and telling me that she couldn't work with me anymore, anymore because she had gotten a full-time job as a teacher in Lebanon, Tennessee.
2: Oh my God.
0: She was going to be full-time teaching fourth and fifth graders and was the most unintelligent or one of the most unintelligent people and was unable to retain any information
2: it i just can't like that's don't uh, you ever just wonder like how did they how do they function in their day-to-day life if they can't like if they can't think for themselves even in a work environment like how how do they know what like what pair of socks to put on. It's almost like an, a, a person has Alzheimer's.
0: Do you, yeah. it's th- these like inher- you just inherently remember. They can't things. make decisions. They like, but you know, you're supposed to put your butt over that white bowl and, <laughs> and put poop and pee in it. Like you just know you're supposed to do that. It's inherent, but she can't retain any new information. Yeah, I know. It's crazy.
2: They, they only like learn through like repetitive action.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. And I, I know you've got some experience with this, and, and, and Devin has got some experience with this now. You can't, hiring people nowadays, getting people to come work for you, Yeah, you basically are at a point now where you have to just cleave off, like, nothing else matters. What matters most are is, are you reliable? Because people are so unreliable nowadays. You can't get people to come to work. Yeah. So it, it, you have to hire people that are, with I mean, for lack of a better term, they're just stupid they're just stupid people but they're reliable but they're reliable and you hope that you can train them you hope that they will retain some information and that you can mold them you want to hire a piece of of moldable clay but most of them come in and are are just dumb
2: well uh just as a reminder um i don't know if i talked about this before but whenever I threw that desk in high school, that was in front of a substitute teacher. So yes, <laughs> yeah. it was because of that. Substitute yeah, it was teaching. because yeah. I wouldn't have done it in front of a real teacher. Yeah. Um, but no, it, you're I'm 100% right. I, I think today's workforce in general. And, and look, I think part of it's because the, the lack of, you know, work ethic in general with people nowadays is, is ridiculous. But just the people that you hire in off the street, unless they are, especially the younger generation, you just, what you're getting is, is very, is it's, it's less than acceptable. It's, it's very mediocre at best
0: to say the least. Yeah. To say the least we, well, I can't talk about it too much, but we, we always have a problem where I work with reliability and, I have a a funny story. I'm going to try to leave as many names out of this as possible. But I have a friend of mine who's a hiring manager. She's constantly trying to hire new people to to work for her. And she told me a story where she had an interview. girl was great. She made the decision to hire her and said, I need you to start immediately, and I need you to be up to speed, ASAFP. We we need you here now, selling. So about two or three days after she hires this girl and they sign the paperwork, the girl texts her and says, hey, I forgot to tell you that about two weeks after you, my start date, I have a vacation that I meant to tell you about. It's like, you know, seven or eight day vacation in the middle of May. I just wanted to let you know that I'll be, uh, you know, I'll be out for like uh, seven or eight days. During my like probation and training period, well, and what I love about my friend who just has she's just no nonsense. Yeah, she just said, oh, "Okay, totally understand." But uh, I'm going to need you to cancel it. Uh, you're going to need to be here. This is during your time. This is this is something that you never discussed with me. Had you discussed this with me on the front end during the negotiation phase, I could have potentially helped you out with that. But since you didn't, you've got one choice: cancel it and i was like fuck yes i mean just hearing <laughs> I, I love it i love managers that way yep. that are that are professional profound and and to the point just hey totally understand cancel it because you never discussed it with me so you got basically i mean ultimately she had two choices
2: she could either cancel it or she was not go find a new job it. yeah yeah. And I loved it. I just
0: loved it. I heaped all this adm- admiration on my friend because I was like, that's awesome. I am so proud of
2: you. Well, that's like if, if someone shows up for an interview late, like half the time I just tell them, hey, look, the position's already been filled. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, to me, if you can't get to an interview late and I don't care what your what or if your you can't get there is, on time. Yeah. What did I say?
1: You, you said, said if you, get you can't there get there late. Oh yeah. Sorry. I've it, rubbed off on you so much. Yeah, this you have, dude. You're fucking me up.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, if you can't get there on time, or two, you have to call to reschedule. Like to me, like if if you can't just get to the interview on time and be there, like you, it really doesn't matter to you. And if it doesn't matter to you to get to the interview, then that job's not going to matter to you. No. And we we have like a whole
0: generation of people that just think like that's no big deal. Oh, yeah. And it's no oh, big yeah. deal to start a new job and then say, oh, by the way, I'm going to like take all this vacation. Or I'm going to do all this stuff like you need to just get it all out on the table. They have no respect. They just assume that you're just going to go, OK, well, I mean, you're a warm body and you're better than some other warm body. And I loved it. She was just like, no, no. Not, it's not going to do that. You need to to divulge all of that during the interview process or during the the signing the paperwork and hiring process. It's like they, people nowadays just have no respect.
2: No, they don't.
1: And well, they think that uh, most people think the world should revolve around them. You know? Yeah, we, they and, shouldn't and move
0: I, for for anyone. Exactly. And I love that nowadays we have, and this is how I am, uh, people that. Have the like the audacity to come in thinking that like you owe them something, or that you need to bend to their will? No, right? No, 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 no. You came to interview with me. I'm not interviewing for you. This you know it's the other way around. Sometimes my company the the interviewing process goes that way, where it's almost like we're bringing people in and we're we're trying to sell them the job, and. Well, just, I, I don't like
2: it. I think um, w- with like the current job market, look f- for anyone listening, and maybe you know this, and maybe you don't. If you want a job, there's jobs out there. Yes, a- and and that's part of the problem is like you're you're having to lure them away from other companies per se. Um, but there are there are plenty of jobs out there for people to have. But the, part of the problem with that is, is is the quality of worker that you get because of that is sometimes less than stellar. But I have no problem, and and it's not it's not always pretty, and most people don't want to hear this. But I have no problem if someone's underperforming and clearly shows a lack of wanting to be at work or wanting to do their job. To say, hey, look, you know, maybe this isn't for you. You know, maybe this job isn't for you. And if and if you don't want to be here, then you don't have to be here. By all means, you may leave and go find something that suits what you're willing to put out better, because this isn't working. for And us. then we all win. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I am really big on transparency, and oh yeah,
2: just be honest, man. Yeah,
0: and I mean, this is—I almost feel like I'm like over here, like teaching Devin because Devin's a new manager. You're, he, you're molding gonna, him. you yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. you're gonna end up learning a lot of this stuff, and and I want to. I mean, Josh and I can impart a lot of wisdom on you that, that it took us forever to learn. But
2: this is gonna be a super interesting episode for people to listen to, right? Yeah. <laughs> Should we just it's not like, talk about this? Is anymore? Devin there?
1: Find out next episode. <laughs> yeah,
2: Yeah. Should we just move on? Let's just tell people how to be proper managers. and how well, I to think hire people,
0: people this is this is this could be potentially pertinent.
2: Anyway, I'll, I'll keep it short. It's, it's pert, pert, baby. yeah baby. It's pert boy.
0: What I was going to say is that being transparent, one hundred percent crystal clear <clears throat> with people. Be a ghost. When I hire you, you are yes, in man. a probationary period. You got ninety days to convince me that I need to keep you. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. So this 90 days is going to be never late to work, always here and chipper and on time. And I need you tuned in. Do you understand? And I, I all the time at, at other places that I've worked, first 90 days, it's like, someone is failing at their job they're calling out showing up late calling out on the weekends calling out when we really need them
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and you don't pull I, through in the first in, the, in your in your showtime hours you're not going to make it and what we end up running into is people that hired them weren't
0: transparent so then i'll like go into a meeting or i'll be in like a small group setting with someone and i'll go you but this is this is unacceptable people that that exhibit all this unacceptable behavior that we just need to find someone who doesn't so they're in a probationary period we don't need write-ups we don't need a paper trail you can fire them at will whenever you want it's a probationary period you just pull them into an office and say you're not performing well we don't like it your history after that is when you got to have a paper trail right and but i mean transparency be super transparent with your people you know like We are all going to be held accountable. I'm going to get held accountable. You're going to be held accountable. So I want you to understand, I am going to hold you accountable. If you screw up, I will end up getting in trouble, and you will get in trouble. It's it's just
2: how it works. And nine times out of ten when people fail at their jobs, um, the one thing that it all comes back to is that half the time, I say nine times out of ten, and then half the time. But um, more often than not, they were never even told – like what their issues were, like where they were failing. So then they can't fix what they don't, what they don't see as an issue.
0: And they can cite that. They can, like when you're in a, when you're in like a meeting with someone and you're like thinking about letting them go, you're writing them up and they, they can cite that and say, you never told me, show me where you told me, show me where, oh, it's the worst. You know,
2: speaking of things that are really annoying when I was on my way here tonight, something kind of perturbed me. And I want to see if you guys are on the same plane as me when it comes to this. I was coming here and I stopped really quickly to pick up some alcohol because that's always a good thing to do.
1: Speaking of alcohol, throw me one bro. Okay.
2: So I stopped to pick up some beer and in the process, as I was checking out, the lady asked me if I would like to donate money to a cause. And, uh, there's something about that, that type of like process that, that kind of drives me nuts. Like if I want to donate to to a cause or to
1: a charity or whatever... I don't want to do it at fucking Exxon. Yeah, I don't, yeah exactly. Exactly. I don't want to do it at a shell station. I don't like, want to save cancer patients by donating at McDonald's. Yeah,
2: well, because here's the thing, when too. When I'm
1: getting gas.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I want to do it on my own, like, Whatever of my but own, are you gonna do it. do it at are 1 you gonna o'clock do it on your own accord
1: though. no that i'm not gonna do question. it but i'm sure i want to do it at one o'clock go- in
0: the morning when she, sally struthers comes on and yeah. she's holding like a, a baby that's like basically frail in her arms and it's got flies all over it <laughs> exactly that's when i want to donate
2: right i want to <laughs> yes. donate
0: when i just got done like polishing off a box of donuts three or four beers made a few phone calls and sent some text messages. on there feel really bad about myself listen
1: i want to donate after i get done watching toy story 3 and i'm in my feels and that commercial comes on with sarah mclaughlin that's when i'm donating
2: um yeah i don't want to do it whenever i'm just trying to get get a you know a diet pepsi and a couple ho-hos like at a shell station a couple ding-dongs yeah Yeah, i don't
0: i guess it's a volume thing they wanna they wanna like affect or touch as many people. So they always put it in places like at the register. Do you wanna donate a dollar to Saint Jude's today? Do you wanna, you know, sign a heart and, and paste it to our window today?
2: You know, I, well, I, why don't I? Why don't I do this? Why don't I start a GoFundMe to fund my prosthetic and stick it in every like Amico station, dude? You even could, they don't exist and you anymore. could
1: probably fund your prosthetic. Arm. I probably could. No I'm going to stick it in
2: every Speedway
0: in Middle Tennessee. We'll get some of those like uh, those Culligan, those five gallon like Culligan plastic jugs, and <laughs> yeah. just let people put change in them until <laughs> they weigh about seventy five or eighty pounds. <laughs> we'll drag them out, yeah.
2: And we, we got to get a one
1: ton flatbed to carry them
2: around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll take them over to like you know the local bank and make them change them all and roll them. No, nah,
1: better yet, we'll take it to fucking Kroger and put it through the Coin Star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it'll Shut take us down a, three weeks. A, solid, a solid three hours of just.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that, that just annoys me because how are you going to put someone on the spot like that whenever they're just coming in to get a pack of cigs or some dip or something? Hey, you want to. You want to donate a dollar to uh, Cancer Kids of America or like whatever it's called?
1: I'm actually on the uh, the opposite side of the fence on this. I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. It, like It doesn't bother like you? Like I I'll roll through Chick-fil-A, they're like, hey, would you like to round up to the nearest dollar or like Goodwill or something? Would you like to round up to the nearest dollar to support whatever troops? Uh, yeah, sure. Fuck it. You know, it's forty cents, whatever. You drop the bomb at Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Like, fuck it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Give me some
2: Polynesian yeah. sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey. <laughs> throw a couple extra Polynesian <laughs> sauces in there, and I'm good. Oh man, my pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> my pleasure yeah. my pleasure to hey fuck have it. a blessed day like, you took Thanks your manager guys, to go fuck, fuck
0: himself my pleasure
1: yeah <laughs> my pleasure to do so but dude it like pet smart pet smart you all the time do you want to donate whatever to yeah but here's the thing pets. is, is pet smart
2: does it all the time and it's to like
1: the whatever the asp are you ta- you're talking he about seasonal it. donations
2: yes and i'm talking about like in re- really random places like a shell station for god's sakes like Why, why, why are they taking donations there? Like we're not, we don't take donations where I work and other places don't. So like, to me, like that should not be allowed. uh, It's always in the wrong uh, neighborhood. Your ideas are all over the place,
1: but what do you mean? It's all over the place. You're like, that shouldn't be allowed, but not not in that fast food. And then they ask if I want to round up to the nearest dollar. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to be honest.
0: I've never been asked that.
1: Really? Never. I've never heard the round up thing. Dude, that's the easiest way to get people. Of course you want to round up to the nearest dollar. You want to even everything off. You're pumping gas. You don't want forty four dollars and fifty seven cents. You I want forty five dollars. I just credit card. <laughs> I let it drop wherever it drops. Exactly. So you brought up a good point and just like you want to donate on your own accord, but then you said that you're not gonna donate on your own accord. Right. If I wanna donate, I'll donate. But if I don't want to,
2: like, don't catch me like in some random spot. To like try and get me to donate something.
1: Well, what's the? You could just say no. That's all you got to do. And
2: I do, but it still annoys me the fact that <laughs> they're trying to like they're trying to like catch you like a, it's like a ninja attack or something. It's,
1: it's like a like a, a sympathy
2: thing. Yeah, exactly. You know? They're like, oh, and they have like a little placard with the
1: face of a kid on it with no hair, and I'm like, what? Like, why? Why now? My favorite is the the gumball machines around here that has like. You know, I guess Ronald Down McDonald syndrome. House. No, it's like Down syndrome kids or something like that. Like, who the fuck purchases 25 cent gumballs anymore? That's a really effective way to raise money. Gumball yeah. machines. Man,
0: I i've volunteered at a Ronald McDonald house for an entire day, like cleaning and, and, and like kind of, you know, doing maintenance and stuff at the Ronald McDonald house. Did you dress up as hamburglar? No. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Dude, you look just like fucking hamburger. Yep, I did. Hamburger
2: for Halloween, bro.
0: I I did. I dressed up just like the hamburger.
2: Did you? Did you? Did you demolish some McDouble's in front of the kids?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I say, you're you're the fucking hamburger. Josh is the big purple the stomach dude. Cancer whoever he
2: is. Who is the big purple guy? He's like Not the chicken Barney. nugget guy. I
0: don't know. He's kind of creepy. Anyway. That's uh that's let me, let me a tough Google place. That. That's a tough place to be, man. Those those kids, they really they're not happy.
2: Look, I'm not disputing it's the foundations. Like oh god. I'm just saying oh. that like I don't agree with that format of like asking for donations. We get it. Okay. Well, I'm not going to talk about it anymore, but <laughs> oh, don't do that. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm not going to talk about it. Any- that's just something that kind of perturbed me tonight when I was like on the way. By the way, I know I just brought it up. About the GoFundMe for my prosthetic, but I did set an appointment next week to go see the prosthetic people. Really? Like, yeah, dude. Babonic B Three. Yes, right. My German rock band. Yeah. Industrial metal rock. Um, yeah. I'm going to. Uh, I got to go to Nashville to meet with them, and uh, I got a ton of questions for them. So.
0: Well, I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think you just like walk in, you fill out some paperwork, and you come out with an arm. You well, know, it's a you know, process. I
2: hope it's that quick. Yeah. Uh, my
1: biggest question is: is can
2: I kill people with
1: it? Yeah.
2: Like, is can it I, that strong? Can I
1: destroy people's tracheas with
2: it? Yeah, I want to be able to yeah. pick people up off the ground with it. Yeah. Do, do you have an
0: arm in liquid metal, like <laughs> T- Terminator Two,
2: yeah, a T one thousand or whatever it was, <laughs> a T one thousand arm?
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be sweet. That'd be uh, dope, dude. Don't That's get what what me going on me. the
2: fucking prosthetic arms again. But no, so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to um. Go down and check that out and see. see if you where. get one, can I sign it with a sharpie? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no. <I> said stop.
2: <laughs> no. If it uh, it's gonna be metal, so no, you can't sign it. <laughs> you know, can like, we sign
1: it one of those like it's not a the cast, white for pins? God's <laughs> sakes?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no.
0: You can. Just, uh, I'm just gonna write like I got big balls on it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then initial it.
1: Stop! I don't want to get started. Again. You're gonna
2: put I was here till God took me. yeah yeah signed my Uh, left hand yeah (laughs) yeah that'd be good (laughs) Signed my left hand yeah that'd be good
0: yeah so uh, man,
2: that's what's going on in my life okay let's take it in a different direction um i watched a movie Actually, yesterday yesterday or the day before, I can't remember. Anyways, it was uh, Titan on Netflix. By the way, shitty movie. Uh, just to preface that, I saw spoiler. it. Spoiler, yeah, spoiler, shitty. Um, anyways, the basic premise of the movie, just like a lot of other movies, is that Earth is dying and that society can't continue to live here. Yada yada yada. Um, so it got me thinking: Is space exploration the best option for us, or is sea exploration? <laughs> a better option to see if we were going to explore to try and find somewhere else that would be more habitable for Mm. the human race. What really is a better option space or sea? That's interesting because let's be honest, there's a huge portion of the sea that we have not even explored or dived into. And yes, 95% 95%. Um, so as a, as an alternative to living on earth, Maybe living underwater is
1: a better option than living in space. What are your thoughts? That's interesting because um, I was thinking of of searching out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, I'd probably go with sea, because I mean we live on this planet that's covered seventy percent of it in water. You know, right? And we only know five percent of what's in that. So how much about this world do we like really know? Um, but as far as like habitation, I might have to go with space. I don't think we could live underwater. I, th- I think we're we're way more advanced in space exploration than we are in underwater exploration. So I think we w- could just like build a big dome that we'd live in. No, I mean they have like hotels underwater and shit, but they're like super shallow, and our we're destroying our seas as we speak. So I mean, I don't think that would be a good option for for habitation. What about you? Well, I'm not really destroying. I mean, <clears throat> dude, we're fucking our oceans. I, oh, <sighs>
0: We might be destroying some.
2: <laughs> no, I was laughing. At we're to con- fucking our. we yeah, we're about to bust me. in our oceans. But, oceans. I mean, even are busting.
0: <laughs> You're such idiots. Anyway, even if we are killing some of the stuff in the sea, it doesn't. It's not going to affect how we live in it. I mean, right. None of that stuff matters. I mean, the water temperature doesn't matter. Right? Whether or not there's any any plankton, that doesn't matter. Uh, living in the sea it matters it,
1: for the fucking war dude the ocean affects so much wildlife and and shit in the world that's not the question he, to
0: it but that's not the question listen, that he posed yeah i know he posed but, a question where would it be easier for us to live he didn't say where would it be easier for us he
1: said what would make more sense I what said, would what make more be sense? the more viable
2: option Correct. Space exploration or sea exploration space
1: sea, sea. dude 100 percent you have no idea how much seas and oceans sustain life on Earth. What do you mean I don't I have either no fucking Because idea. I don't have any scientific proof I'm of I'm 14 years older than you. Sounds like there's been <laughs> a lot of... I have, of, I have like, some idea.
2: Sounds like there's been a lot of bro science <clears throat> spouted back, at, it back is. and yeah. forth at each other. It's super other. bro science. It's yeah.
0: ignorance. We've only explored .85% of the oceans. 5% bitch.
1: I just think... So like, what,
2: what's your argument for, uh, for the sea? Yeah, go it's, for it. It's really simple. Okay. Space is so
0: much bigger than most people can even comprehend titan or let's say uh io or maybe uh, another one of jupiter or saturn's moons would be the most uh, the most remotely habitable places that we've found in our our in our uh I can't think of what I am trying to say <laughs> in our solar system uh they have some semblance of water, uh, Enceladus, another one of the moons is ice. There's water below the surface. Um, we, I mean, there's probably a little bit of water below Mars too, but all of these places are super, they're not habitable. They're super inhabitable. And what we don't pay attention to is the distance, how long that it would take us with our current technology. And assuming that we even go past our current technology, it still takes years and years to get out to those places. Mars, not so much. So then you start thinking to yourself, okay, let's start moving people there and let's start moving tons and tons and thousands and thousands of tons of steel and rock and all of the things that we would need to actually build something on that planet. The the likelihood of that and the sheer magnitude of what we would have to do is just it's impossible we would have to advance our technology and our knowledge for thousands of years to ever get to a point where that would even be remotely feasible
2: i don't know about thousands of years but i I do think that Mm. it's going to take some time a a lot a lot of time not to mention we have to
0: think about the resources that it takes the resources that it would take to actually take a lot of people and a lot of weight and a lot of of, uh, stuff, if you will, supplies to another planet. It'd be much easier for us to figure out a way to live at a few hundred feet down in the ocean than it would be to go into space. Not to mention our oceans. uh, The Earth is pretty amazing place. I mean, even though we wreck it and we've done a lot of stupid stuff to it, it is pretty self-sustaining. It was here a long time before humans. It it went straight through the dinosaurs and it ate through all this other stuff and it's still here. It'll be here a long time after humans. All we are is is a po- we're a pockmark, we're a pimple. That's that's all we are. Are we changing things? Yeah, but it's still
2: going to keep on trucking. We're a pimple on the Earth's ass.
0: Yeah, basically. Um it, I mean, George Carlin said it best years ago. He was like, when the humans all die off, the earth will just be the earth plus plastic. He's <laughs> like, that's what it'll end up being because all the other stuff has already been here. We made plastic and it's, you know, we took a bunch of oil and made some weird shit out of it. And he said, it'll just be the earth plus plastic. Like it's it'll last a long time, longer than we will be here. Um, the oceans, absolutely. That's the place to go. <clears throat>
1: Devin, a rebuttal. Yeah, um, I would like to preface this by saying I hate debates. Uh, I'm no good at debates. <laughs> I have a hard enough time getting my facts straight in a sentence to to even think about what I'm going to say next. So, um, you got me on the distance thing. Good thing is it's a one way trip. You know, we we're not making trips back and forth to Earth. Okay, we're we're looking for habitation. Okay, we're looking for sustainability. Um, we already have space stations that people pretty much live on and work on right yep i'm just thinking there is so much so many what am i trying to say here see this is my problem here. galaxies planets no 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 i'm not i'm talking about the sea now Uh, okay the sea supports so much of our ecosystems and shit we have to to do some major overhaul and cleaning if we just go in there and just fucking dirty it up some more by you know Making clean or uh, uh, living stations and stuff like that, we we won't have any place to live on. All right, but let's think about this for a second. I
0: disagree. The ocean is a filter; it already filters its way through all time, all all, all kinds of shit. Is that already. why the
1: Great Barrier Reef is dying? The
0: Great Barrier Reef is going. It, the world <laughs> breathes. the 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 Earth breathes. When you watch satellite footage of the Earth, it goes like brown and then green, and brown <laughs> and green, and it literally looks like it's breathing. It's constantly breathing. The snow comes in and it goes away. It's crazy. The earth is just breathing. The barrier reef wasn't always there. It it grew and now it's going away. All we do is we see it in our human years. That is nothing. The earth has been around for millions of years. A few hundred years of human time is literally a second to the earth correct and so if, the, if, the, yeah. if over a few years the barrier reef dies off because the oceans get a little hot or whatever at some point they're going to rejuvenate and, and grow back in
2: my opinion my qu- so my hold on my question is this i know devin's talking about that we need to sustain an ecosystem in the seas or god knows what else um, well, you say if we want to live in the seas, then we got to take care of. Them. But if 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 our planet is headed toward a another ice age, let's say hypothetically, that was going to be Hold my on. next point. Bro, Hold on. Hold the fuck on. Continue. If we're headed toward another ice age and we're going to live in the sea regardless, then we're not trying to sustain an ecosystem. We're trying to live through an ice age. So it wouldn't be about trying to save the ocean. It would just be about trying to form a society underwater. So we wouldn't give a shit about trying to save like the plankton. Bro, and shit how are you ocean.
1: gonna live in an ocean during an ice age? Well, it's only ice on the top, motherfucker.
0: No, during the ice age, the vast majority of ice was on land. The oceans didn't freeze over. The Antarctica and the North Pole grew a little bit, but the earth is far too warm yeah, around the equator and stuff for it to ice over. Bro, you, you were ice, ice over age. on land, nah, not bro. on water. The waters are constantly circulating and not to mention the salinity in the ocean makes it much harder to freeze. No, bro. All
1: right, so I'm going to take it a step further. Hold on, hold on. I'm okay. not done. Okay. So what's constantly changing? The earth. The earth. So space is not constantly changing. Of course it is. But no, it
0: it space constantly changes on a galactic scale. Right.
1: So much if we slower. if we advance life to space, we don't have to worry about an ice age advancing life to
2: space we just got to worry about killing another planet
0: yeah but advancing life to space is is not feasible we live in what's called the goldilocks zone the goldilocks zone is something that what they've the started to the coin. goldilocks zone they, it, it's <laughs> just just look it up it's called the goldilocks zone they they've coined that term because it's Goldilocks went in numerous beds. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. This one is whatever. And then she found one that was just right. The earth lives in this unbelievable little zone around our sun that is perfect. If we move a few million miles closer, a million miles closer or out further, we're screwed. So... In all of the studying and all of the looking around solar systems, we have found so few planets that actually live in the Goldilocks zone, it's it's staggering how few. Now, we know just by sheer math and how many galaxies and how many stars and how many systems there are, that there are millions and millions of opportunities for planets to be in the Goldilocks zone. We know that. But they are so fucking far away that... It is not feasible unless we figure out how to go through a fucking wormhole, even at light speed. If we travel at light speed, it would take hundreds and hundreds of years to even get close to some of the closest star systems that would even have a planet that might be habitable. So hundreds and hundreds of years for us to finally get there and find out it's not habitable. And then what happens when we send a message back to Earth? It takes hundreds hundreds and hundreds of years for that message to get back to Earth to Listen, tell them Adam's it's not happenable.
1: Everybody's going to side with fucking Adam on this little debate because they can't think of their own ideas and Adam's throwing out hundreds <laughs> and hundreds and hundreds of years. They're going to side with Adam his because unfortunately <laughs> Adam like, knows more about this, is, this shit than no, you do. No, this is like fucking uh, JFK and Nixon. Like Everybody who heard it on the radio back were like, dude, the Nixon. And JFK, everybody who watched this shit on TV were like, JFK won that you know the second shooter on the grass you know i'm not even talking about his fucking assassination that's why i I said back into the left (laughs) no i'm I'm talking about the nixon and jfk debate debate. right the first televised debate yeah brains
2: on jackie o's dress Uh, you all look you all touched on a subject
0: that i unfortunately know a lot about i love space i wanted to be
1: an astronaut i I am very every every major earth earth shattering event the ice age whatever global warming that's like purging the earth that's purging the the earth is purging us when it does that so it's like the earth yes is bulimic pretty much yeah the earth fucking hates us because we treat our earth like shit the earth breathes it it breathes in because of
0: us and it breathes out and and every once in a while it's just like skin it will it will slough off all of the bullshit on the surface and it will do that with an ice age or with global warming or with killing off all the food and then it will rejuvenate and come back. What I'm saying is is that if we went and we If we
1: spread to the ocean, we could survive all of that. And then re reenter
0: and come back down on the surface. I mean we, we just already, to experience it over and over again. We already know, we've already started to explore this premise with potential nuclear holocaust and nuclear war. Holocaust. We have bunkers, and we have people that have built these things that are that are radiation-proof in the ground, and we know that if we destroy the earth nuclearly, or with nuclear holocaust, that eventually all of that stuff will settle down, and it'll all kind of go away, and then we can come back on the surface, and we can regrow food, and we can do whatever. I mean,
1: there's people that have these bunkers all over the place. So I can make the same argument with time that you're making with space, as far as the sea. Ice Age, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So how, much, how much time do you think will happen between the next Ice Age?
0: Between now and the next Ice Correct. Age? Correct.
1: Uh, I don't know. Hundreds I, I, and I, I, hundreds and hundreds of years. So here,
2: here's 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 my opinion on this. That's still, I, that still has you guys are gonna no it for bearing it. on the Plus, argument.
1: little little tidbit here. We know more about space than we do our own ocean.
0: Continue, Josh. I want to play devil's Eye. No, we do not.
1: Yes, we do, dude. No, right, we do not. We know more about space than we do our own ocean. Right, I look, can Google listen, it right now. Listen for Continue, a second. Continue,
2: Josh. I'm Googling. Here's my viewpoint. I say, my opinion... Is that we cancel exploration on both, and we start a heavy dose of population control and save our own Earth.
0: Yeah, I say we start pumping birth control into the water. Into the Coke Zero. Yep, into the Coke Zero. Yep. Yeah, we should start pumping birth control into Mama June's chicken nuggets. That's right. Yeah, yeah I all McDonald's Happy Meals and all McDonald's Diet Cokes and chicken, chicken and <laughs> chicken, chicken muggit, Mugget, chicken
1: McNugget meals
0: should come with a uh, a dose of birth control. I agree. Yep.
1: You want me to spit some facts at you? Yeah, oh I God. want you to yeah. spit oh, some God. facts that okay. you just found on right. some
0: random website at me,
1: bro. This is HowStuffWorks.com. He, he found it on the this isn't Wikipedia. This is how stuff works. Are you on Info? This Wars? shit was on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> yeah. Alex Jones in a
0: video yeah. screaming at people. I'm yeah. actually. I'm
1: actually right on now. Ask we, G- Just hurry up and com. tell me what you're going to fucking well, tell you, me. Shut the fuck up and let me tell you. Okay. I'm Story sorry says, I even brought this topic up. He says our knowledge of the ocean, when compared to our knowledge of the space we uh, know and space? can explore, that's what it says. The space, the space we know and can explore, is shockingly thin. Consider that we've sent 12 people to the moon since 1969 over a handful of missions. Only three people have descended to the deepest part of the ocean. Even more shocking, the ocean takes up about 71% of Earth's space, yet a whopping 95% of that ocean is completely unexplored. Mm. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Devin, you aren't telling me anything That I don't already know
1: Listen, we, we are discussing to Where it would be we easier know, for
0: us to live
1: Dude, I don't think we, sh- we Can spread out to the ocean Without even Taking care of our Of our oceans right now, okay
0: well, Like if we, we don't take of care process.
1: of Right, but if we just like fucking Spread out to the ocean There's not going to be an ocean left by the time we get to Fucking living underneath it Underneath what do you
0: mean? There's not going to be an ocean left? Like it's all going to
1: dry Dude, yeah, up? Yeah, if we just fucking destroy it, the Earth is going to purge us again, bro. Dude, space I know people. Are, listen, the answer. people are going to side with you because you you claim to know all these facts and you spit out all these percentages. I just read something about how stuff works, dog. Yeah, you know what? I didn't have to read on air about the Goldilocks zone. Yeah, you know what you could be making up? The Goldilocks zone. Go ahead. No, I I already
2: looked it up. It's legit. Oh, that's
1: a shame. So that's one thing that you said. Look up anything else that he said in his argument. Yeah. Anyway, um, everything
0: else I said in my argument was accurate.
2: So uh, the premise behind this is that I don't think either one is completely the answer. I think that the only way that we solve this is by fixing our own planet. And we are haven't we doubled in population since 1970?' it's something crazy
1: like that? Uh if you were Adam, yes, because everything that you say <laughs> is right. <laughs> oh my
2: god uh I'm pretty sure that's that's fairly accurate. I was uh, talking to a guy about it today at work, and I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty close on that one but um, yeah, so during
0: you're saying during 1970 that we were at roughly three billion people, or now we're it's a little over six billion.
2: I think it's uh no, we're more than that. We're over seven billion.
0: I don't think we're over seven. I think we are. I think we're close to seven. Adam's Devin, right. you are furiously looking up facts. Dude, about I'm space. fucking
1: I'm I'm over here hacking every website.
0: Every single thing that I said
2: was one hundred percent accurate. We're seven point six billion currently.
1: Jesus.
2: Yes.
0: Dude, I thought we were like six nine.
2: And that's according to uh as of April twenty eighteen.
0: That is unbelievable. So look up the um population in 1970
2: are you looking around Devin
1: no I'm still fucking searching about how it would be better to go out to space than the fucking ocean oh I swear to god Uh, it's gonna be the poll listen I'm gonna go ahead and make a prediction this is gonna be the poll Should we explore to space or the oceans? And everybody's going to say the fucking oceans because they're going to listen to Adam's part and they're going to be like, oh man, everything that he says sounds right. Even though I'm fucking looking up facts right now. By the way,
0: all the facts that I spewed. Listen,
1: just because you can speak to it better than I can, that's why I was pretty much spot on. In
2: 1970, our population was 3.7 billion. So we have over doubled in 48 years, almost 50 years. That's crazy. It is. It's nuts.
0: That's insane.
2: I'm telling you, man, that—and I know that everyone's going to think it's crazy because China does population control and stuff like that, but there has to we got to draw a line somewhere. Like, we can't continue to mass-produce people and think that we're just going to be able to continue to expand.
0: China did draw a line in the sand years ago. They—, they
2: You only have, like, one child per household.
0: Exactly. Right? They said—but it would take—like, I think when I was in college, they said it would take 30 years— for us to ever start seeing the effects of that because they had already produced so many babies and all of those people are going to have at least one to two children. Yep. So it, but it, they were like it, it takes forever. Another 30 or 40 years for all all those other people to start dying off. Now and and it part of our problem is that I'm just going to use the, since I said it a thousand times already. I'm just going to use hundreds, the. Yeah, the I'm, no, I'm going to say on. 100, you douchebag. <laughs> 100 years ago, medicine was different. Food was different. Our food availability was different. Th- so many things were different about the way that we lived and, and, and about the way that we thought about our lives. And our cars are much, much safer. Far fewer people die in car wrecks now than they used to. Yep. And you you <clears throat> keep going on and on and on. Houses don't burn down nearly as much as they used to. Everything is fire retarded now. My bed is fire retarded. Everything is made for us to be safe. Airbags, so on and so forth. So we've effectively taken a population of people that would periodically cull itself and would turn over. Kind of like survival of the fittest. I mean, people would just die. And we've removed all of those obstacles. We've removed all of the ways that people would normally die. So now we have a population that's swollen, and we're actually having to talk to people about population control. I've said it for years. You take, lo- uh, for some odd reason, a lot of low-income people, uh, people that live in the projects, low-income people, people that are of lesser means, end up having tons and tons of children. Now, there's an argument that maybe they don't have the education, like to just not have babies. Maybe they don't have the access to prophylactics, mm-hmm. uh, birth control, so on and so forth. We we could argue about this forever, but unfortunately and statistically, they have shit loads of babies, and those babies end up perpetuating the low income and low education, you know, situation that they're in. I've said this for years. If if you want welfare or if you want the government to help you. You're about to give me reeling on something in just a second. Well, then then you should you should sign up for not sterilization, but but a minimum too, like they do in China. Yeah. Like you have to have minimum children because we don't want to support all these kids. And if you have anything more than that, then you're done. Or you're penalized. And I think that it would change a lot of stuff.
2: Let me uh, let me add something really quick, and give that. and and but give them
0: access to to the birth, help that they need, birth yeah. control and so on and so. Get, give them access to that stuff. Just feed it to them. You know, like give them like you know pills, just just tons of pills and whatever they want. Give it to them. So, but at the same time, you got to you got to just not have so many so many kids if you want us to help
2: you. I agree. So, in uh, a couple statistics, and then I I want to add to what you just said. 2011. Devin, will you get in on the fucking conversation and stop trying to look up facts to prove me wrong? Sorry, dude. I'm just I'm t- jotting down notes right now. And I'm gonna fucking prove you wrong. Bro. So in 2011 we hit seven billion people. In uh, 2025 they're predicting that we will be at eight billion people. Uh, by 2043 they're saying nine billion, and 2083 at
1: 10 billion. Dude, so, the Earth cannot sustain that. It so they're, can't even they're saying us right
2: now they're saying uh, which 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 would you, you would think it would be us slowing down over the next 70 years, we're only going to gain 3 billion people as opposed to our trend of gaining like, what do we gain? Like 3.7 over the last 50 years. Anyways, I like what you said there. And I want to add to it because I was having a conversation uh, with someone really recently, actually last couple of days about what you just talked about. And I know you were talking about how it in like tied into, um, lowering population but our society right now is by set- the
0: way devon was wrong the earth can easily support 10 billion people
2: <laughs> did you just google that
0: no i just googled it continue
1: <laughs> well wow. hey i do found you wanna, it on i found it on i found it on how stuff works or yeah, whatever yeah. website you're on the ocean produces 20 percent of the world's protein supply and 3 billion people rely on the ocean for their livelihood The ocean also provides 70% of the earth's oxygen. Anyway, um, Google space is not the answer. Space (laughs) is the answer. The final (laughs) frontier bitch.
2: So uh, I was having a conversation with someone recently and we were talking about how our society and especially our government and, and the, the help systems that we have set up are not set up to give people help to like, Push them along in life to make them want to do things. They're basically set up to basically coddle them to where it's about maintaining. Yeah, to where they don't have to do anything. Exactly. It's
0: it's it's just to keep them, like you said, coddle. It's just to keep that status quo, right? To keep them moving right along that same line. Well, here's the thing: we don't we don't pressure them to strive to be better right we don't ask them to do whatever and what
2: ends up happening is you constantly feed them and what you they go down here's the, here's the, here's my here's my my like question and viewpoint is so let's say it's a, it's a single mom who you know has three kids you know regardless of the circumstances that they go into it who you know maybe has a part-time job full-time job whatever um, makes below the threshold of, of what would be um, to where, like, basically they don't pay any taxes. So let's say they, I don't know, what the, I think it's like 16000 or something. Or maybe it's more than that. I don't know. But anyways, makes below the threshold of, of where they would pay taxes. And then gets earned in- income credit. Gets to claim all of their children. So they're on WIC. They're on food stamps. They're on TennCare care. They get all of these free things that are get that are set up for them to basically help them through this this scenario, which look, I'm sure it's a rough situation to be in. But then on top of that, they get eight to ten thousand dollars back from the federal government on their taxes. Why would they feel the need to get a better job or like get to where they don't have to use these these staples that have been put in place to help them along when they're perfectly comfortable, when they're perfectly comfortable and they don't have to. So like, that's my argument is like, we have all these things in place to help people, which I get it. They're, they're great, but you're not putting stipulations to where they have to to better themselves. It needs to be put a time constraints on it or something to where
0: there need to be conditions. They, They need to tell them you are going to get this and this, but you have to do this and this, right? It needs to be conditional that way that you, that way you keep people hungry. People are naturally apathetic. They don't have a tendency to just want to want to constantly strive to be better. I mean, we just kind of have a tendency to be lazy in general and we need to spur or dig our spurs into certain people. I need people to dig my spurs into me. I need a manager. I need people around me that motivate me. I can motivate myself, but at the same time I like to have people around me. And we need to do that to people. And that's basically what you're saying. We we need to make these things conditional to keep them hungry.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and to kind of tie that into like what you were talking about with, you know, as far as population control or whatever, like it's almost to the point to where, well, the more kids that you have, the more that incentives that you have to not not elevate your status in life or not try to achieve more things. You basically get more things handed to you whenever you have more dependence or, or whatever on you. So like, why would you want to try and do better or try and per- pursue more things whenever you could just get all this stuff handed to you for free and not have to deal with it? Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Uh, there, I mean, there's I don't even think that there's a real
0: easy way for anyone to argue with that. Uh, we We've, proven it. Yeah, we've proven it over and over and over again, that the vast majority of those people will continue to stay in that exact same rut, and they'll never get out of it. And then everyone they begat will stay in the exact same place. Middle class families are virtually identical. Once you are middle class, the likelihood that you will ever push out of middle class is slim and none. You will always be middle class. You will always have children that will be middle class. They might make a little bit extra money and whatnot, but there's inflation. And they will just kind of normalize themselves again. I make more money than my parents. But I virtually normalized myself with them because of inflation. Right. And it's just... Yeah, people... We need to keep them hungry. I say make it conditional. Whatever those conditions are or whatever it needs to be, it needs to be conditional. And not harsh, not like you're just beating them up, but you need to have hoops that you need to jump through. Yeah,
2: there needs to be something to where at some point, like you don't just get to continue to draw off the system and – like be a be a boat anchor for society. It sounds
0: crass. It does. No, no. I'm gonna say something. It sounds super crass, but you 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 can only suck on your mom's teat for so long. Right. Like the nipples are gonna get sore, right? And she's gonna get upset and gonna need you to just like, yo, you gotta go feed yourself. You gotta, you know, you gotta sit at a table and kind of like, you know, spoon the the food into your own mouth. I yeah. can't keep letting you suck on the teats yeah seriously yeah yeah my nips
2: are getting raw for exactly God's
0: mama's nips are raw yeah you know that's i think that's just basically what trump is telling everybody daddy, mama's mama's nips are raw
2: daddy needs some salve on them nips <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh, jesus i got just the salve you need his name's josh
2: yeah that's right i just think it's ridiculous because i, I can tell you uh, for for the working class who goes in every day and busts their ass and you know is trying to do things right and um and trying to earn an honest living, a lot of times a lot of us pay more in taxes than some people make in a year because they're s- specifically trying to p- play the system. And at some point, like, they've got to realize that that's not okay and that they can't continue to just go this way and get away with it. I mean, I think, I think it's ridiculous. So, I don't know. That's my opinion on that. I'll
0: tell you what I think is ridiculous. What? Completely Ridiculous how much Devin is sitting over there stewing about that argument that he we is. just had. He stays, he's stewing he's about He's lining
1: it. up facts over there. Listen, final words on this argument here. Oh, for here, Christ's okay? sake. I am more of a preparer. Okay, I like to get my facts straight. And potentially get some, like, rebuttal questions and did have some rebuttals against that. Yes. So, I, told preparer, us off-podcast,
0: okay? he was like, I'm not a good debater. I, I'm, I'm afraid that if we talk about this that I won't be able to, like, effectively and, and yeah, talk it. Yeah, now about I'm over it.
1: here fucking sulking because I didn't have my facts straight and I sounded stupid and everybody's going to side with You did about. not sound stupid. You posed a really great argument. It's just that I'm 14 years older and I'm
0: better at this shit than you are.
1: <laughs> I'm better at proving that I'm
2: right. <laughs> I'm just better at it, man. Oh. Man. You that was it was a great argument. Adam's been selling lies for years. I have been. Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man, I've been selling them.
0: I can sell ice to Eskimos. I can sell it to them. I just,
1: you know, I've just been doing this a long time. That's okay. Hey, we'll let our audience decide. That's fine. Is that going to be our poll? Yeah, that's going to be our poll for the week. It is? Even though they're, that they're going to side up with you, but... All right. It's whatever. We only really talked about
0: one topic. Space. Yeah. Versus yeah. ocean. I actually was watching Star Trek right when you all walked into my house. Which one? Uh, number three, the search for Spock.
1: Oh, okay. like the Old school. Yeah, old yeah, school. Yeah, old films. school.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it.
1: Uh y'all have anything else you you want to talk about any anything else that uh tickling, nah bro i'm fucking fancy? i'm over here sucking my thumb sulking in the corner like fiercely <laughs> typing on as my as keyboard usual, yeah pretty much to, every episode yeah every time i say something wrong you guys are like what would you did you mean this uh, <laughs> devin were you like 12 <laughs> you have no
2: life experience uh. <laughs> I'm just here to run the computer. Oh,
0: man. It never gets old. It never gets old. It's a good dynamic. It's a good dynamic. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably end right there then. This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam.